Greetings, friends! Welcome back to the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we look at movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. I'm your host, Josh Griffey, joined again on our never-ending descent into the nightmare realms uh, this October in the night a Nightmare on Elm Street series by my friend and returning co-host, Mike Lab. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, thank you guys again for staying with us on this long journey. We're excited about it. Again, Cloud did uh, Dream Warriors and Dream Master with Dream me. Those are audio only, but definitely worth uh, checking out on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find the show. Six as well. Six as well, but that should be here on YouTube for the okay. good people. Don't interrupt my pro uh. interest. <laughs> All right, so we're back. Uh, this is the end of a Nightmare on Elm Street series, essentially. We still yeah. have a remake, and we still have a battle royale. This is probably the last canon. Like it loose, yeah. loosely canon. I I think they all count except for the remake. But this was uh, the return of almost everyone from the original that mattered. Yep. And the return of Wes Craven, right? right? The creator, the godfather of this whole thing. I actually on a rewatch, I gotta say, I was a little disappointed in Wes. I disagree. Like, no, no, I mean, no, 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 not this. I liked the movie. This is a little bit masturbatory for me. Uh, and I the the like... West being this, there's a scene specifically where Wes Craven is talking about what Freddy is in this. This right. is a very meta, yeah, very meta, but film coming to life kind of thing, right? But it reminded me of that scene in Human Centipede too, where they're like, "My movie was such a wild, amazing cult classic that now this creep is killing people." Based, I'm like, was it? I kind of went back and forth. I was like, was it just like self-grandizing or more like you know almost Vonnegut esque uh, meta? Like, and I, Let me tell I, you I would go what more would. Vonnegut. That's not true to me because there's a scene when Wes is like, there's this thing and occasionally a storyteller of such great powers and magnitude <laughs> okay, yeah, can true. wrangle him into a form. And not I, only that, but the form I created is so glorious that the demon now just wants to keep the Freddy form instead of being this shapeless, ageless demon. <laughs> I, I took it more as like he stumbled on it and just really liked it. I didn't see him like saying, I'm a great storyteller. Just that he this, was so we, good that he wrangled. He didn't say this I'm demon. just this good. He said we just told a great story. He told the story, right? Yeah, he, he wrote, wrote it. But so that's he. It's not quite like Lady <laughs> in the Water. I think like self-grandizing, where M Night Shyamalan says like I'm gonna save the world with right. this movie. But it's it was a little for a guy who was pretty low key. Right. I was like, man, we're really like, and also he has to stop and take shots constantly. At the other movies, because in that same scene about my brilliant storytelling, I was able to wrangle this demon and catch him into the Freddy skin, the Freddy cage, right? Right. But he's also like, you know, sometimes people, they lose sight of Freddy or they cheapen him for a cash grab. Right? No, I, I thought that was actually a good line because like that kind of like addresses like four and on. Like, but and he's where taking it became, like, shots this, again. You take a shot of his at the other scene. Cause oh, yeah. Wes he Craven hated all of them. famously hated every nightmare yeah. that wasn't him because he's right. like, they're not. It's not scary what he enough. Freddy's right. not like an actual scary guy. But that wasn't his vision. In right. Those. And what and I would of course say he's is going to take shots at that. A lot of those movies are better than even New Nightmare, Wes. I hate to break nope, it to you. I disagree. I, I like New Nightmare, but this is like a middle of the pack Freddy the, movie. One, three, and New Nightmare are the top three. <laughs> nope. Cloud. Four is better than New Nightmare. No, it is not. I'll give I you the dis- definitive ranking when we're it. done. We got to finish. All right, all right, fine. I'll give you my definitive rankings. <laughs> you know, because your opinions don't matter. Mine are facts. Right, Yours yeah. are opinions. <laughs> but uh, no, I I did. I was a little bit like the the one scene I liked of Wes uh, was when he uh he let Bob Shea have a uh, who knows. We got to wait and see till he finishes the script. He's yeah. a total asshole talking about <laughs> Wes Craven. Yeah. So I was like, at least he's in on like. The you know everyone thinks everyone else is an asshole. But I was like, this is really a fluff piece for Wes, which is kind of a power move. But also, I was like, I did. I never realized it until this viewing. I was like, weird. I mean, so if it wasn't for <laughs> that one thing where he's like, I created a great story that this demon liked and locked himself in, and then right. in- inherently trapped him. If it wasn't for that, you would not say that because that one scene, the that story kind of that's that happening in this movie and the screenplay is not being written by Wes. But it is. It's not. But it is. Like it's like she pulls But it's actually but she pulls not. out the screenplay that he wrote cuz it's like it's this This is it's the Bible this, argument, like, multiple, right? Multiple like level of No, 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 no. What it is is 
when they say, well, the Bible was written by dudes like 400 plus years after Jesus died. How can you trust it? God wrote it through their hands. That's what's happening in this. Movie. So you're saying that the demon is writing the story yes. through Wes Craven's hands. I saw it more of yes. this. The, the captured creature has now found a way to remanifest and is putting them all in this waking nightmare. I, I just saw it more as the, the demons it was going to break out if Wes did not write this. And Wes is writing this like he says, pseudo factual story of these characters, but it's really still a story where Wes, as the author, is addressing these fictional version versions of real people, just like right. in the Vonnegut books, but where he, he says will put himself he wakes in books. up and then he just writes whatever was in the dream. But that's just also a Wes has no real world affecting abilities. The but, demon in this movie constantly is affecting the physical reality that we see i just saw this the as, weirdest thing like, about there, this. there's like two wes's there's the west who's actually writing no. it and then there's the west in the story there's the west in our world that wrote it and was like right. god i was so good and i'm still <laughs> that good i did it with scream and i'll do it again right just like and so like all these characters slamming like, his little ghost face <laughs> like these are like characters in a story who are gradually becoming aware that they're in a story and then the real wes acknowledges it at the very end where he gives the scripts Right, to because Heather she frees him from the demon. I, I guess we'll just... I Here's the question. This, this gets me to my next thing. Freddy, or the demon, is the one writing this script, right? I saw it... No, I saw it as Wes writing the script no. to capture the demon. I didn't no. see the demon as having any power. The demon's already the here. The demon is already manifesting in our reality. Right, he's like trying and to he, like... But again, Wes has no ability to bring him forth like that. The theory right, he, doesn't is that have the, he has the ability to trap him, through, but not to West, summon him. West, through his amazing genius, has already captured him. Right, but now, now this is not writing anything. Is writing it's, its own Freddy, right? That's right. why Freddy looks so different in this one. This is right. the dream entity writing his version, right? The Jeepers Creepers version of Freddy. Yeah. Which I love. I love the imagery of the this The fun Freddy. part of this, though, that I like is when you realize that Freddy is the one writing the screenplay, right? Because this is how you know West didn't write it to me. At the end, the script is there when they roll out of the bed with the note already on it from Wes. Right. He, Why would the demon write not... his own self-destruction, though? Exactly. Because that's part of the game. It's intrinsic to being Freddy. You have is to that die. Eventually, you get stopped you have and to have to, to find a way back to come again. But why would you make something that is inherently... Well, here's the question. Why would Wes write, your kid's going to get dangled in traffic? Why would Wes do that? <laughs> Because he had to create a story that was appealing to this demon. You can't just like have a happy-go-lucky demon, demon out is, there like that's not hurting anybody. Wes could have just on Act One like uh, Freddy Demon dissipates. Jason Voorhees is here, but then it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't have appealed to him at all. Like it has to appeal what, to the demon. So in a certain way but to, that's my argument. Up until the end, that's my argument exactly. You just proved my point. If Wes is only writing it to appease him, based on nightmares that he's given and are being manipulated by this thing, Wes is just the conduit. He's not the writer. He's not so, the source of the material. So you could say he's being indirectly manipulated in the fact that he has to write no, it. No, he's in order being to directly it. manipulated, right? Again, in his dreams. Why would it write something where he is has such a final death in the series? Like every other uh, nightmare movie, like at the very end, there is a other than Freddy's dead, there is a Freddy comeback moment at the very very end, and right. not in this movie. You think not? But there, it, we never know. You you. This is the brilliant thing, though is it's just ending the movie. This thing still exists. It's an eternal demon that has been around forever. Do you actually think that... I mean, it's just, that's one, one of the problems I have with this movie. actually exploded? No, that's Here's one of the, the problems I have right? with this movie is why, that the end why, is a little... Well, why do they even have the oven room? Right. Right? <laughs> right exactly. Like, like the whole, like, you know, killing is... Freddy in an oven, I mean, kind of makes sense in the fact of his origin. Right. Uh, but if but... you were killed by that, why would you be like, you know what I want to decorate? Uh ovens right like, yeah i, I, want, I want a, a whole fire. shelter of ovens and broilers <laughs> and I want right an yeah. oven that it can be locked from the outside with me in it right why would you ever go near that right. oven? Right? yeah <laughs> why is he getting in there in the first but place that's yep. what I, I think that's kind of the fun part right is it's this wildly meta yeah you we talk created about something that became a wild cultural phenomenon it's gotten out of our control which is real because west that's felt that happened. way yeah this character became something completely bigger and different than yep. he had ever imagined yep I think Wes did a one really brilliant thing in this movie, which is he made himself again. He's not the all powerful writer and that even Wes coming back into nightmare is beholden to Freddie. 
Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the brilliant it, it, thing is Freddie is the author of this movie. Now, why did Freddie write it this exact way? And that's the question is maybe because is this movie fun for this Freddie demon if it's not a real Freddie movie? Like if he just kills Heather right, and it's over, like why mess with her kid? Why do this? Like but why that, not just kill her? She's the one he has to get through. But that goes it, against it, like the whole like, you know uh the, the the whole character of of Freddy right. is he doesn't just kill like he totally toys with right his victims but this isn't dream child where he's trying to use the kid to get back in the real world right. Freddy has entered our world right. in this kind of spiritual form we see him constantly manipulating the real world when people are awake. Right. And then they and even do the earthquake. Right. The earthquake he's actually trying to him break out into the real world. This is him bending the walls between the realities, yeah. right? So I think it's it's fun to think of Freddy and without the final girl and the defeat at the end, it's not a Freddy movie. This is an entity cosplaying Freddy Krueger, trying it on, and is like, well, the yeah. story's not as fun if it doesn't end in this so way. You, just to appeal to a story arc that is traditional to what he liked, you feel like he made it so he has to die. It's the it's end. the weird thing. Has it, to be this demon is almost us, the audience, right? Where he has watched Freddy and said, "This is my favorite form." It does kind of make sense that he would just keep that Freddy formula yeah. alive, knowing that he will just come back. Okay, right? We might not see the last ten seconds of the mom getting dragged through the window. But I think it's ludicrous to imagine that Freddy Krueger leaves this world. He's still a character and, you know, merchandise and a brand that exists so wildly in this world. The power is still there. But this movie actually moved away to, like, to not make him a merchandisable character. Like, with what they did with him, this it, movie is not, not a marketable. But the scene in the movie that I think kind of gives you the Freddy's eternal is when she's at the talk show. And Robert England yeah. busts out. And there's that scene, and again, it's I love the scene at the talk show because Heather's having this, oh fuck, like uh, this is scary, like this is weird. That, the fact that this so is many people a, latch a on pedophile love child murderer, yeah. and him just to the crowd, rah, yeah, rah, like you love me, and they right. fucking do, yeah. and they're dressed, they're dressed like, up him, like him, and they, wearing masks, they and want to be and, him, and yeah. and that's I don't a they fucking, want to be well, okay, they're dressed up. Like no, 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 him, so they yeah. want to play as the character right. because Freddie is the fun child molester, child killer, right, and that's. It's one of those things to me that's always been weird. I mentioned you can go to Target and find plush toys yeah. with a smiling Freddy for yeah. a little kid. Yeah, I remember they used to and be like a little like in child like little claw things. Yeah. yeah, and it's and weird. It, it, that, that is that, a really yeah. It was a really weird cultural phenomenon. You won't see yeah. that ever again. And that's what I, I mean, don't know if we'll that... ever <laughs> ever see like a mass acceptance where parents are like, yeah, my kid can watch that and have those toys. Like nowadays. Like, I don't if think you, it's the pair. Like you almost see it with Pennywise now has made like this big comeback. He's merchandised everywhere at but Target. You, but nowadays, like when I was a kid, and my dad took me into Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, part like four through six. There were other children in there, and we were just yeah. sitting back watching entertained. You do that now, like yeah. you take a kid into it, you everybody will stare at you like you're By a the bad way, parent. There was a kid in my oh, theater I, for it. Oh yeah, and it won. Yes, and I do actually. I was. I thought they were a bad parent. There was a lot of other evidence. The fact that they brought their own monster energies. They were talking the whole time. A lot of texting. I was like, not great. Yeah. Not great choices. Yeah. Maybe you guys just have like other issues. That and Deadpool. I saw someone bringing like a four-year-old to Deadpool. Like you guys are bad parents. But this is your argument. Is Freddy not just kind of a Deadpoolish character at times? Right. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Especially like in Freddy's Dead. Like, and I that appealed yeah. to me. But that right. I liked him as like kind of almost like a Deadpool like right. character but again that's a that's a cultural phenomenon i don't think we'll ever see again here's the weird part to wrap up my argument about freddy as the author maybe the author's actual favorite form is heather or is nancy mm -hmm. sorry not heather uh, well, Camp. Is well, either way but but this we, is what i mean right maybe he's just wanting to play a game with her and so he takes this avatar on is a way to play with his favorite girl. Because okay. when they cut to the TV scenes, mm -hmm. right, the Nightmare on Elm Street movie, on the TV that's not plugged in, what are they always showing? They're yeah, always showing Heather. scenes or of Nancy. Nancy. Yeah, Always. We're not seeing the Freddy, like, Rrr! we're not seeing Johnny Depp. We're always seeing right. Nancy. This thing is obsessed with her. I think that might be, like, more of a statement about Wes Craven, because it seems like he probably loves Nancy. Even when you think about it, like, 
the, the only other time he was involved in the Nightmare series, Nancy comes back. The Wes next time is, he comes Wes in, is the conduit and, who has to create the opportunity for New Line to drag her back. But again, what but, we learn but, is they don't need the production of this movie, right? This story is happening to all of them without their control. Right. This movie's yeah, cause, in cause pre-production. They in they're designing a claw. Right. They're in a script. But that's they're what in I mean. a story, which they're, is why I think I say like this they're is in a nightmare. The, the overall god of this is Wes, who's oh. also writing himself into this story, and we I'm are telling just you're story not giving Wes credit. What Wes did is he took the he made himself beholden to his own creation. Right. This is Frankenstein. This is look at what I've created and fuck is it out of control? Yeah. No, I agree with that one hundred percent. But then also, and like, I, think I would it's say, clever, like, I think, right? Because again, in of him, he so overwrote the fact of I am the genius that trapped right. the yeah, demon. Okay, fine, I'll, I'll give I you that think, as a little. I think that is specifically made to be so braggadocious because. We learn later that he is nothing to this thing. Right. So he's another. If, if the demon's though writing this, then why would he say that? Why wouldn't he? Why? That's why would the demon int- allow like this? West is the to, fucked up. Thing, unless right? like the demon's like they walk West into that in room way. right at the end of her conversation yeah. with West. That's already written in the script. Right. Right. Yeah, this the is the demon writing his own dialogue for these people who he only sees as characters in these nightmare but series. But we see no evidence of that. Yes, we do. But I mean, you The can, whole movie's evidence of yeah, that. Yeah, what are you, you talking about? Like, I think there's more evidence that it's Wes writing the story and giving the characters brief peeks into his guidance and his story to them. Because if can, it was Wes writing the story, you wouldn't have the child. Why not? Why would Wes care about the child? He needs Nancy and he needs the demon. Right. But right? The, but the demon inherently has And he has all of his behind the scene workers. He's like, I'll kill some FX guys and art department guys. Right. It, it is them. odd like how it kind of goes into attacking mostly adults. Like he never actually kills the kid. Like he doesn't kill any children. He kills right. only exclusively adults in right. this movie, which is an interesting thing. The babysitter is like a teen. Kind of. Yeah. I don't even know. She might even be like her 20s. Like, <laughs> she like, did she's kind of she's, she's a Hollywood nanny, so she's probably yeah. an adult. No, I'm uh, telling you, though. The child is why you know it's the demon because okay. that's how he needs to get close to Nancy. Uh, uh, the, but going back, though, where I think it might be even West, though, is watching this movie, which would be probably Heather Langenkamp at her best acting chops, is terrible. Like, Heather Langenkamp's a horrible actress, in my opinion. And the, there, there, there's no that. reason that West would keep putting Heather Langenkamp in the movies unless he really likes Heather Langenkamp. No, 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 because the demon likes the original form of Freddy and the person who defeated him. But no, I'm going back to, like, the demon three. demon stuff. No, three. Like, they're, like it was kind of right. a cool storytelling thing, but, like... It was a perfect for, storytelling for, for Yeah, Wes, Wes seems to be very fixated on the Nancy character or Heather Langenkamp. So that's why I would say, right. like, he's the overall author of this. No, but I'm saying the fact that Wes is not writing what's on that TV, right? The demon is he already wrote what's on that TV. Or it could be, it could, again, it could totally just be Wes out of his typewriter. And what we are seeing is how he, in his mind, what is manifesting on those pages. And then he is gra- occasionally giving them it insight into his because thoughts. Because then at any moment, the fact that you said he can't write something the demon doesn't like or it doesn't work. That totally no, invalidates I'd say that the demon the West wouldn't argument. write something that the demon doesn't like. What? Exactly, I'm telling you the things that you think are weird. That f- demon's favorite form is not Freddy; it's Nancy. He's uh, writing a love letter to Nancy and playing a game with her. Oh yeah, I would why totally agree that the author out, is writing a love letter to why Nancy. Why is on it? This? Why is one of his first victims? He's got to handle her husband. That yeah. Right again. I think. Again, I think Wes if, is if Wes was Nancy, writing this, just like James no, no, no. Cameron if is Wes was writing this, Sarah and Connor. he liked Heather Langenkamp, who you said is not a good actress. I don't, I don't agree. I right when so, she's like on the phone, when she's like, "You son of a bitch," and like hangs it down, like that was horrible. It was. It, 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 it was very soap opera. It's an actor choice. God damn it! What I'm telling you though is, for Wes to continue to say, "I really like this person," and I really like Robert. And I really like these FX guys I work with. Yeah. And I really like uh, John Saxon or whatever, you know. For him to be like, yeah, but I'll kill some of them to get to her. And fucking torture her child and this mm-hmm. and that. Because I know the demon wants it. The demon is the one. Otherwise, Wes would be writing his own script of the demon fucking is defeated by mind kung fu. And the demon's like, nah, <laughs> no, no, he hates mind if, kung fu. If Wes was writing this, it would be Wes versus the demon one on one. The demon wants to get to his favorite character, which is Nancy, which he's constantly watching on the screen through the eyes of this boy because he is infatuated with Nancy. He I, takes away her lover, 
now she is his. I would 100% agree that the author is infatuated with Nancy and wants to take every attachment she has. The author is the demon! And I say it's Wes, just like James Cameron is obsessed with Sarah Connor. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole different kind of creepy. Right. Right? When James Cameron's like, wait, you're not not Sarah Connor, we're getting a divorce. That's sad. Right. I'm, I'm... My contention is, I think all the evidence points to this demon loving Nancy and wants to be with her. And he has this weird perverse through Freddy. He can take up all of her headspace. All right. Well, right? I, I think we could argue this back and forth. I think I won. Audience, tell us what you think. Because this is the thing. Listen, the what do we do? Like, it's like a thumbs up. His and own the... childish demise based on her child's favorite story. Right? I think this guy haunts her for a long time. So you know what else we never wrap up? Someone's still fucking calling her and her. I thought that her. was just like uh, the the Freddy demon, uh, like his initial Freddy like entryway. Phone? He's a demon. He can. But do, when we that, see that, that actually, listen, when we see Freddy use a phone later, how does he do it? Classic tongue. Right. Freddy's so not just kind of making a, tie back a phone to the original call. Movie. Right. Freddy's not just making phone calls like. Oh, what's up? It's Freddy. Right. He's like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> every time <laughs> well, Freddy uses this, a like, phone, something comes out of the phone. Well, it's kind of this like gradual aggression as the movie goes on and he gains more power. And so, like, yeah, initially all you can do he is like, call on the but phone. But the then, like, Freddy as goes doesn't on, need to contact her through the phone because he has dreams. Well, I don't know. He might not have I enough power to do I think there's a real world stalker. Out. You think there's actually a real world stalker yeah. in all this? No. Uh, I don't know. But – uh what else what was the think, no, no, again, no no that's no, because, evidence of the demon oh the well i guess any stalker could have done all the pages and like Easily. sent it to her but all you got to do is smear poop on a page but again but then uh her son uh dylan uh through freddie knows how to organize those letters to the right. message of what they're supposed to say so i think that clearly says that those are coming from freddie you think freddie couldn't figure out a basic word puzzle no. an anagram <laughs> I don't think he would even have thought to even look for those if he was not sending them. Why not? Well, how is he? How does he know that those are coming in? He's touching the kid. He's not in Nancy's mind. How do you know? He is, in, he is oh, in. He is in her mind. Eventually, he does. Yeah. He is a- in as her time dreams. goes on, he starts off in. Dylan's, and we see them. Eventually, the, goes. We her. see That's, them in the drawer. You so, think that she hasn't figured that out already? You think she doesn't know what those say until the kid lays them out? No, I don't think. I think she's just throwing it from the movie. It seems like she's like throwing, keeps throwing them in a drawer, and she wouldn't know what it says until the very end. You think that this woman, who's so fucking terrified by a creep harassing her like this, is never like, hmm? They're not all the same letter. I wonder what what the fuck that is. They don't show her trying. They they just she just just gets freaked. Why she keeps? Why she holds on to him? I have no idea. That is that is a bit. That could be evidence, though. You know, if someday you eventually like catch this motherfucker and want to make a case, that could be evidence. No, I agree. I was a little bit like, really? And you're fine, China kept me. You're keeping your fucking poop letters. But, uh, no. Okay. So, one of the things about this movie that I thought was fascinating is how much Freddy openly shows in the real world. Yeah. And this, again, argues to why this is Freddy's story for Nancy because he fucking bails her out. In the hospital. How? When Freddy fucking murders the babysitter, right? That it's not just a murder. When they open the door and see the babysitter levitating, yeah. all of a sudden they're like, maybe we shouldn't tranquilize the mom. <laughs> like, she might be innocent. Well, she just runs away. And no, they... no, wait. This turns on a dime, right? Don't they Don't they say, we'll like, talk code, about they, the hospital, they, like, but... put on, like, a code to catch her. No, no, no. That's after. Because this is after the babysitter's murder. You hear the nurse like, what the fuck? <laughs> and the worst nursing staff ever, by the right. way. That the, run... the worst hospital, the worst doctor, the right. worst nursing staff. Everything we'll about the medical down. system in Wes Craven's vision right. is we'll, terrible. We'll break it down. I think he legitimately bit hates bit, doctors. I bet is... he's got like crystals all over the place. Like he legitimately like undermines medicine. And, he's an herb healer. <laughs> <laughs> he makes hospitals and like healthcare the most terrifying thing in all everything he does. They're pretty fucking terrifying. They can be. I agree, but you're not a doctor, is like so you're that. jaded. But here, hear me. <laughs> on this point what he does when she when he floats that girl right she goes from about to be fucking tranquilized and lose her child to the system to oh my god she's not crazy we have a lawsuit on our hands yeah. the doctor's eyes just go uh? the doctor's like 
I knew what Freddy Krueger's caused another <laughs> real life medical I, I, anomaly. I think it's just more like she literally diagnosed like, the you know, kid. Like a rational mind would not be able to like say how the but hell then, that happened. They let her fucking go because they're like, "Holy fuck, lawsuit!" No, they yell a code when she runs. That's before. That's when she goes in to find her kid. They say the code, oh, and then when yeah, she then leaves the room, it. they drag her into like the fucking hostage room. But they literally but that, that, are like, oh, fuck. And, and this is, that, she that, diagnoses that, the kid with Nightmare on Elm Street. That's what she diagnoses him No, as. she diagnoses him with schizophrenia because she blames because her mom Nightmare on Nightmare on Elm Street, Elm Street yeah. which is totally messed up. Her mom is just like, has anything traumatic happened? She's like, his dad just died. But are you letting him watch your movies? Yeah, right. <laughs> fuck the dad. I'm really worried about what his Netflix looks like. Yeah, no. But, I mean, she is the worst doctor because, again, she does that classic, like, uh-huh yeah like, like i knew just, it he watched horror movies yeah right? he's like no your, your dead dad has nothing to do yeah. with any of this <laughs> but they have that right they have the terrible nurses who, the, the nurses who sneak up like a they get run no the consent no get, get no consent from the mom okay to inject a sed- sed- I sedative to into the kid this, but i was like <laughs> even if they think she's borderline that's still highly illegal that is very illegal you can't hold her as a hostage in a room and then go drug her yeah child. We, don't, we can't like be like hey mom step out here in the hallway for a minute and then send in two nurses and oh, one to like put on like a God. song and dance while the other one like your kid fell down on this stabs it with a you <laughs> <laughs> stab with a narcotic yeah, yeah you, well, I knew the hospital was bad because they the, already the, started. This is why with we have that. an opioid epidemic. That's right, but you know why? Because they're like, mm, this kid might have schizophrenia. His dad just died. Sleeping pill, right? Like, the kid's like four, right? Not You're just giving him heavy sleeping drugs. Right? <laughs> like kids still need naps. At there, that there, there is no appropriate Xanax dose for a four-year-old. Like, yeah, right. you you can't do that. That kid's dead. Yeah. No, that that feels terrible. Yeah. No, like, and, and I not, still have then, to read the little syringe of like. Tylenol to get my kids. <laughs> you know, so this could be yeah, bad. you need like yeah, special tiny syringes, yeah. right? For ibuprofen. But do you or Tylenol, notice but... the nurses run a beautiful two man play? Yeah, like, it's like, oh, look at me over here doing the needle. Right. Go for it, and yeah. I'm like, this is not the first child they've illegally right, exactly. Drugged. They've done this before. This is a very savvy <laughs> staff on a child endangerment, and then they just take her in and just start berating her. To yeah. be fair, though, what I like about this part, Nancy does seem like a fucking unstable, crazy person. She. She doesn't seem abusive, though. She doesn't seem like she's a danger to the kid. She just... I, dis- I disagree, she seems though. She's distraught. She's yes. not going to physically, like, beat his ass or whatever. But her behavior in scaring him and stay awake with me, this and that, that is endangering a child. I mean, it's bad guidance. And then her having a fucking complete mental breakdown I mean, breakdown it's good guidance in this case, but, like, to an outside pers- <laughs> right. outside. But this is what I mean. I love J- or Freddy movies that give you that real-world, like, is this all fucked up? Like, no. are these bad people? Like, yes. Those are all terrible people done terribly. Like, you can't just be like, hey, I think you're a bad mom. Come in here. I'm going to have the police grab you, drag no. you into the room, and we're sending your kid to this foster is, care. But what like, I'm saying is I know the doctor ends up being really bad. And yeah. even if she was right, she still definitely has some ethical violations. Right. She she what I'm definitely has, is, though, like, the, the feared God complex. <laughs> like, the movie has the cover of... She might actually be insane. She might actually be having yeah, a breakdown you could, herself. You could legitimately say, yeah, that she's yeah. not – she's distraught. Possibly having the, a bit of a psychotic episode. Not really, though. Like That's not what a psychotic I mean, episode looks like. she goes to see her husband's corpse and is way more interested in the claw scratches than just like, there's my husband's dead well, body. she sees – like briefly she sees it at the right. top so she's like okay there's he something else there that i need accident. that's true you... but this is what i mean her initial thought isn't like oh my husband she's right. like let me see that claw right yeah. like she's already building in this escapist narrative from her grief but she had a dream that's that a classic the... mental breakdown sign but no she had and a... she's like in my dreams a demon that i from a movie i was in yeah. in the 80s is coming to get us. <laughs> like this is that's what i love is that she is plausibly insane yeah it, what did you make of the earthquakes i thought it was a cool uh little uh uh, uh tool that the, the the movie used to for like it's like something where everyone else would be like oh it's california we have earthquakes right. this is something that's normal it's not like here in indiana we start having like five earthquakes <laughs> we're like what is going on like you can <gasps> like we legitimately think a demon is trying to break into yeah. the world in indiana, here. we think demons are around a lot more than other states already <laughs> but no this is this is like a good question for this though i think again it, it kind of weaponizes her sanity against her 
Because what it does is it puts Nancy in a place where she's already creating events as a response to the trauma of real earthquakes, right? Which we see evidence around all the time. They have great B-rolls of, you know, earthquake damage. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The fact that every time, because she does this a couple times, she'll be like, the earthquake that just happened. There's no fucking earthquake. That adds to, oh, another traumatic event has sent her down this rabbit hole of rewriting her past to cover for bad behavior, right? Like slashing herself and whatever she may be doing to the fucking kid. But yeah, the kid never has any signs of bodily harm on him. He has no bruises or... But that's what I mean. Like, a lot of that can be inner damage, you know? She could be poisoning this kid for all you. You don't fucking know these they, things. Like, the doctors would know if that kid had been Not poisoned. that bitch-ass doctor. Yeah, she, she was, was just like, like that's what have you been watching? <laughs> what have you been watching? I don't know what tests they're running on this kid. Like, they're like, he's got to go down for more tests. I'm yeah. like, what are you guys doing? They were doing? literally just pulling up IMDb pages. Have you seen this <laughs> melted face man? You have? <laughs> they have, like, a lineup of, like, Leatherface, Penhead, Freddy. Like, point to the one you've seen. No, they had to go down I the know. library back in the day. There's no IMDb. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> <laughs> there was no cell phones but uh they put it they did it on actual x-ray paper too so yeah, right? they, <laughs> they just put it up on the wall like on the <laughs> yeah but uh that's the other thing that gets me about like almost and not just this movie like anything hollywood uh, medicine that i always think is funny is you stay in the hospital until all the answers like you don't like now like you know you go to your doctor and like okay we'll run some tests we'll call you right. and every movie and every tv show is like you have a sore arm. You're going to stay in the hospital for three days until we get this thing figured out. Like, like this kid, like right. that would happen. Like he would gone on for like a 45 minute consultation with a psychiatrist. Yeah. They would have written up a report and like developed a treatment plan. Like they wouldn't have been doing like, like a week's worth of tests in the like, hospital. We need to keep this kid in a bed doing hard drugs. <laughs> this is how <laughs> No, uh, but like even scrubs, like every, every Hollywood yeah. show and it works like that it's just like you're in the hospital until it works because is- to me i'm like yeah that kid is in real trouble we need to help him <laughs> that's not how it works i agree right but, um let's talk about freddie what did you make of this version of Freddy? i love this version i think this because like we had talked about before where you know when it like at freddie's origins he's like a boogeyman type of character right and like this like to me like one of the most the the how they portrayed him is like an ultimate boogeyman yeah. Like, like the trench coat, the hat, like how he's more just kind of like bigger and more burly, uh, like the the contacts. He's just much more intimidating uh, of a character, I think. You know what I actually thought a little differently about really? this? This could be part of this like a way too intricate narrative I'm building in my head of this movie. But again, he feels like a cosplayer pumping up Freddy. You know what I mean? I mean, that is what's happening. You said it's a right, demon cosplaying I mean. It's a demon himself. playing as Freddy. Yeah. And there's something weird because there are a couple scenes that are really good horror imagery, right? Yeah. Like, him, when he popped out of the closet, oh, that was yeah. one of those, like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, you had talked. Uh, and you're, it's you're, subtle and it's slow. Well, like, your It uh, podcast, you talk about the overuse, like, the, the jump scare. And, like, you hate jump scares. This is one of the few times I loved the jump scare. Well, because like, they didn't legit... do it 500 times. Right. No, right? It was, but it was like a really good jump scare. It was only used once, yeah. and it was so well done. Like, you playing... did not expect that to happen. No, the well, first you're, time you're thinking, like, maybe it'll be like a goofy Freddy whatever. When he just, his fucking face comes yeah. out. And he's kind of, this is the thing. He looks a little Wishmaster. Yeah. You know, a little like, Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, very this, Jeepers Creepers now that you say it. There's this part it. of. I almost wonder if they, like, use that in Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> now that I, like, I, I'm, like, thinking about, like, and they just went to, like, that studio. Like, like, can we at, use that? And <laughs> a white ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there is something about that Freddy where you see, I liked it because he didn't feel scary or menacing to me in that it felt like a a stage Freddy, right? Like mm-hmm. this is for his version of like a Hollywood Freddy, you know, to trap Nancy and his uh, twisted little love story. But what I like, and Wes Craven's twisted little love story. Shut. That's so wrong. <laughs> no, Wes is not involved at all. Uh, vote. Yeah. Tell me I win this one for sure. I've at least laid out like 500 pieces of evidence. So how do you do that? It's like, thumbs I'm, doing up, thumbs Casey, down yeah. each... I'm doing the Casey Anthony thing where I'm just going to muddy the water. Until I win. <laughs> but, uh, what I like, though, is that... You should not laugh at that. That is... Hey, man. You should laugh at everything. Right, I'm right. one of those people, like, oh, it's so sad. It's like, well, we can't just cry for our whole lives. Like, you know, levity. Levity's fine. <laughs> I, 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 I don't not, know I'm not going to do this professional suicide yeah. and, and, like, make Casey Anthony funny. Like, no. Don't no. don't hold me to that. Let me think on it before I, I go down with the ship. <laughs> no, but what I like is that in the still moment like that, right or him coming out of the bed those are the moments where the demon is creeping through freddy 
right? So past the burnt face facade and the sweater, there's just this real fucking dread that's emanating from him, which is lacking in most of the yeah. series. And I think that's kind of the – it's a really clever technique to just keep him in – because this is the thing. He's, you know, the dream master, and we've seen these wild worlds. And, oh, you know, you're a comic book kid. We'll do black and white yeah. world. and We'll do roach world, whatever. This is just – Him in the world, yeah. Completely muted black, and then his face is kind of like blue lit. Mm-hmm. So it is yeah, just the lighting this, was... just fucking – there's nothing there. It's, it's just like you said. It's kind of a real nightmare, like just kind of yeah. empty and hollow, and there's just this – fucking terrifying thing in this vacuous space and i think that's the part of freddy i thought was cool yep. right is that when freddy is still and quiet the real dread pours out of him in a way that's yep. not this you know like it's a game for him right you see the demon which yep. is really I mean, fucking cool in this one i mean heck how far into the movie until you actually see him it's got to have been like until an the, hour it's the funeral when he drags oh, that's true. the kid he does do that. The... But yeah, like the but closet even that's scene. that's like 30 minutes yeah. in? Yeah, and then like the closet scene, like that's where the first time you really see like full body Freddy. And that's like like 45 yeah. minutes to an hour in the movie. No, I mean, they they are they, pretty They really sparing. built it up. Yeah. Like, they, they really built up the getting to Freddy in this, which I love. Because I think one of the biggest problems in all the movies that Wes hates is pacing. Right. <laughs> and, and, and like, and this had great well, he pacing. Likes, he doesn't like the goofiness, right? right? Like, and that's what I mean. This one, when he slows it down and you see the demon, you see real tear. Uh, this one also has one of like the actual saddest, most human moments in the whole series. I was like, there was a scene they added where I was like, fuck, that's like real drama filmmaking. Which one are you talking and about? And it was the kid on the playground. Oh, where he wants to like go to God. Yeah, and he's just yeah. like, God wouldn't take me. Yeah. Like, I was actually on my couch. I got yeah. a little choked up. Right. I had like, like one. Yeah, I, you think I about it a little differently a now, as, but as a parent, like things like now, like. Well, just the fact of like, fuck, like God wouldn't enough. take me. Yeah. Like imagine the weight on this kid's shoulders. Like, I'm being haunted by this fucking demon who wants to have a love affair with my mom. And then he's, you know, my dad died. God, like now I have to just ponder what God is. He's like, I'm four. Then I go to a hospital and they're just giving me narcotics. Right, yeah. That kid has had a tr- a traumatic experience hard, in the real world and in this the, is the a dream hard world. fucking run for him. Yeah, uh, and like speaking of that, when I watched that, I had forgotten about those playsets, that rocket that he's standing on. Did you ever play in those as a kid? Kind, I I played in something like that, but I don't remember the door to the pinnacle. Those things were. I was like, dangerous. why is that door open? No, you should have seen the inside of that thing. Because what it is, if you actually go inside, I mean, it's a solid metal structure that's yeah. probably like 20 feet tall <laughs> uh, with ladders that go up to like three different tiers of ladders that right. go up to a- another metal floor. Right. When you get up, you get off that ladder. It's just an open hole on the ground. Yeah. Like, there's no guardrails or anything. I've fallen through that hole <laughs> when I was a kid. Like, you, of course, would be course, the kid yeah. that did that. <laughs> but I'm sure I'm not the only kid. Like, No, but that's the thing. We were badasses back then. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we I was saying this the other I was on a playground with my kids, and I was, like, dodging other giant dads on, like, the swing set. And I was like, remember when we were kids? Like, I never saw someone's dad on the swing yeah, set. Yeah, I just let him go. Yeah. Like, they were just like, bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the, it was just all us kids. To the wooden metal structures yeah. that had, like, the a million splinters. But dude, that moment actually like rocked me to the core. Yeah. That was cool, man. Oh, there like there were multiple scenes now like that. Like I think you said like being a being a parent, you think see things differently. Like when he's well, like even in, when like, she's the very... reading Hansel and Gretel, I was yeah. like, man, that is fucking hardcore. Like Jesus Christ, right, we yeah. shouldn't be reading. This it, it was kind of a cool little point that they made. Like where like it's tr- at the same time trying to make this point of we probably should not have been letting our kids watch these horror movies, and at the same time going back to Grimm's fairy tales. Like okay. Throughout time, we have been Back telling then, kids. Though, kids started really working stories. when they were like six. That's true. So, so they like, they you're going to be away from much home. Farther. Don't fucking talk to hooded strangers <laughs> or go off when like the So woods. just scare them as much as possible. Dude, imagine like a medieval serial killer must have just been like in shit hog heaven. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just like, oh, there's another fucking kid carrying sticks. Come on over. You don't, you don't hear much. There's not a lot of documentation of serial killers because from they're, the dark they're ages. Definitely they're not really were. writing. People weren't writing. Well, people much. didn't live as long. Yeah. People were dying all the time. Anyway. And they, most there of were, were definitely serial killers, right? I think I, it's, a, to I think it's I a genetic personality I mean, like, disorder. The, the oldest happened. one I can think of is Jack the Ripper. And that's right. going what, back to the I mean, imagine Rome. There were just dead bodies everywhere. Yeah. Like, people, there were so many maybe, people coming, going. And they were like, oh, this guy, they got in, like, a robbery. Maybe there were actually, anything. maybe there were just because there was so much, like, graphic battle it's back then constantly. Like, there weren't serial killers. They were just going out and fighting in the fields. But you know that's not the same thing for them. No, eh, I you don't know, know what I mean. I mean, I don't know. I don't have the mind of a serial killer. I don't. I do. 
<laughs> I actually so for you that would not I have been failed. enough. I did the serial killer test. My wife found, and I failed it. You failed it, as in you are or are not a serial I, killer. I, I do think like here. I'll run it by you quick. We don't have a ton of time. <laughs> All right. So these two girls are at uh, their mom's funeral. Right. They're taking care of everything. They're trying to be nice to everyone. You know, it's an okay funeral. It's everyone's somber, whatever. Uh, the daughter goes in the kitchen to refresh some food, and she meets this guy. She really likes him. He's bringing like a bright light to her. Her day, everything's cool. Um, you know, they go back out. They go about the funeral. Everyone leaves. They start cleaning up. Uh, later that night, the girl murders her sister. Why did she murder her sister? Uh, I would say if you don't know, then you probably pass the test. I came up with this in less than five seconds. <laughs> what would be so your fact- first gut reaction to why she killed her sister? That she thought her sister killed her father? No. And I said... Because by killing her sister, there will be another funeral and she can meet that guy again. Ah. <laughs> I came up with that like, I was like, duh, obviously. I, I, and my I, wife was just like, ah! <laughs> Is that written in like in the answer key? If they say this, then you're a serial that's, killer? That's like the serial killer mindset, right? Like, so you it, might it actually associated. tells you like if yeah, you answer this like that. she had and she's like, what it says that you do not value human life. <laughs> and that human life is a tool for you and you're just like out for your own game. I was Did, like, I didn't fucking kill my sister. I, just, <laughs> I was like, I watch a lot of horror movies. I'm a screenwriter. Like, I just thought of that. Like, it makes sense. But that's why, like, according to, like, Stephen King, horror movies exist for people like you to yeah. keep your gators under the bridge. Because if they don't exist. If I didn't have horror movies, God only knows what I would be up to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a question for you. Does Rex actually have abilities to fight Freddy in this movie? I would say yes. Otherwise, there's no reason that Freddy would have shredded it to pieces. Multiple times. Right. He has to keep fighting. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, that would have been a cool thing to have seen. To right. have actually seen, like, Rex take on Freddy. That was a miss to me. I was like, I really wanted that scene. Yeah. I really that, that would have been a great way to go out actually yeah. like better than like i mean i get like okay you tie it into the hansel and gretel thing and the broiler room with freddy like in his origin story and kill him that way i would have much rather have seen rex come back yeah and, and kill freddy yeah that, that would like, yeah they set it up so much for that and they didn't do it you're right that's, i wanted a huge just miss. any moment right yeah. like even if rex was just there like you know like annabelle right i guess give me i was like dude is this motherfucker like doing combat with freddy like what is it is he the same size does he grow enormous to like the size of a dinosaur like what's happening or or is freddy like in like freddy 2 he's actually possessing rex and then yeah. like we see him like shredded he comes out yeah. of the doll like where he's like an, rex is an annabelle like could be medium what is your favorite moment from this movie I, honestly the closet scene the closet yeah. scene to me i love the the swinging room kill in the hospital, yeah, I love when true. they like, do those. You want to play skin the t- skin the cat? Yeah. Oh my god! And, like, and that's one thing I actually really liked about this movie is it kind of like subtly nodded to the original multiple times. Yeah. Like that one was like a nod to the first kill in the first movie, uh, and then, the one like, that like, he's the, obsessed with, where he gets to come into the real world and wrestle around with Nancy. Evidence. <laughs> oh More right, yeah, evidence. Right, 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 exactly. He comes back, he wrestles around with Nancy. Yeah, he does. Uh, but yeah, I really thought like the earthquake, the just the the earthquake scene where like his claws like come through the wall. Yeah, that was a really cool yeah. idea and imagery. There's a lot. There's a lot in this movie that yeah. I really. I thought really the liked. ending was a little lackluster. Yeah. The, that's one thing that got me though. Is like yeah, the ending, like his death scene is like so terribly shot and like and so cheap. See, not like, even compared- that. I don't think it's that. Again, I think it's this demon who's kind of a poor imitation for this storyteller right i think it again is all this placation to nancy and her rolling out of the bed and having the happy ending and continuing to read the story he's now injected herself in her life again right where she constantly has that script i thought that was a cool ending to read the script right and then she and then she starts reading it to her kid like the whole movie where she's like children should not watch this the doctors are like, children should not watch this. Right. It's a whole commentary on, it's weird that we are... And now... And now she's, like, reading the story to her kid. She is allowing him to acknowledge and give power to this demon, thus keeping him fresh in their minds. That's actually a good idea. Good That's kind of cool, right? That's a cool thought. Yeah. I so thought that, that, that was That rad, could man. be his, like, the comeback thing. Yeah. Where he's, like, in the in that manuscript. Yeah. The fact that she's reading it to him. But... Yeah. Uh, but then again, he also lived through it already, so I guess... And I mean, again, he'll know that he'll him? be back. Like, he always is back man they, that's I'm surprised the they thing. haven't they haven't really done they rebooted I mean, which we're gonna get to they rebooted yeah, which was a bad decision and this one is so meta it's it's kind of outside of the series it, so it's, it's, hard it's hard to, to like, build off of canon. this one yeah and be like we're doing a sequel again 
which now is going to try to kill. Like, you lose a lot of that, you know, Robert England's interaction right. with it. And, you know. He's a hard one to replace. Yeah. Like, you know, and it was fun to see him just being Robert. It was fun to see yeah. him in his house where he's like, I can't do anything today. Mm-hmm. And him just being forced to paint yep. the Freddy picture. It's, Freddy has become his own personal demon, right? Where does robert get to exist do they want robert or do they only want robert well, as freddy which is another cool thing they did is they didn't show really show freddy uh until robert england disappears yeah which was i was like okay that's a cool thing i'm trying to still like piece it together in my mind how what you're trying to do with it but i thought it was a cool storytelling but, i mean i think aspect. to me that's him in the real life right like, right is that robert did kind of disappear. right did, did, did the demon possess robert and everywhere then he that went character? right people were like come here be on this commercial but as freddy be this be right. i mean that's a lot of hours that guy spent in makeup make, chairs. Yeah, right. To look like Freddie, and that has to fucking bother him on some level because he's a <laughs> I mean, really he gets, talented he gets paid actor. A lot for it, probably. Right, but he's also probably like, hey man, I'd like to be in like yeah. other movies. Can I be in a he, Marvel movie? Right, he definitely <laughs> got pigeonholed. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know they say that's the best thing that can happen to some action man. If you get pigeonholed in the right thing, you have a career for life. Robert England's beloved. Um, to sum up, give me a quick brief summary if you had to pitch someone to this. It's not a full nightmare movie, but what makes this one special and why they should uh, watch this movie? I'd say it's an incredibly unique take on the whole nightmare series. It's Wes Craven's uh, response to Freddy's dead since he hated it so much (laughs) for something that he loved so much that he decided to go back and take the project on full on to actually have a good ending and do it justice. Yeah. I like that we got back to a, a scarier Freddy. I like the quiet, still Freddy. Yep. Right. Instead of the big bombastic circus. Yeah, he whispers Freddy. almost everything except for like this is the opposite the of Freddy's dead. Instead right. of like, Rawr! Yeah. he's actually. <laughs> and that's what I mean. It's, Am I your daddy? Yeah, I like the slow <laughs> dread that pours out yeah. of Freddy. Um, I like the idea of Wes Craven wrestling with his own creation, right, and realizing that this is. I think what Wes did too that was brilliant is when you create something. You give it out to the yeah. world. It's theirs now, right? This yep. is, I think it was Upton Sinclair who wrote The Jungle, right? I think my, my sister-in-law is an English major, and she always told me the story. He went to a college to talk about his book, and he was like, well, this is what it's about. And these college kids were like, no, it's not. It's about this and this and this and this. He's yeah. like, no, fuck you. It's this. I wrote it. Yeah. It's like, doesn't matter it's not. As soon as an audience yeah. member ingests it, we become part of the creative process. And what he captured in this story is, you create something and give it back, and then it's given back to you by the people that consume it, right? Like, it's as much theirs as yours in a weird way. Yeah. And who has control? And these things take on a life of their own. And again, I think Freddy's really good. The nightmare scares. You know, the nightmares are not used to great effect, but it is scary. I mean, it it's kinda, a more personal, And it goes back to, like, scare. the original nightmare, because the original nightmare, yeah. there weren't, like, the nightmare fun houses. No. And they, were, they, they always took place in real places with maybe a little bit of fog right. and maybe a weird thing like a, a lamb running I mean, right? i like the this is kind of a family and it almost turns freddy and the nightmares like when your daily life becomes a waking nightmare right like yeah. grief and tragedy yeah. and how do you deal with these things a stalker right like yeah. crazy fans i got a kid but i gotta work the babysitter and what if your kid's sick like there are little waking nightmares throughout so i think wes really just he he hits so many of the interesting scary ideas and freddy almost just exists as a background character in the movie Mm -hmm. which is interesting right right. you you feel like he needed to be more present but i think the movie works a lot with even how little we got yep and freddy definitely is just placating nancy that's an obvious one you guys totally agree with me on wes is the story god and i've outed myself as a serial killer yeah (laughs) well i mean it's not really surprising no Uh, nobody nobody's shocked by that i think the thing is too is i'm my lucky thing is I'm just so lazy I could never. Just, <laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine like instead of watching like HBO, be like I'm gonna slough around town and find someone, wrestle him into a trunk, murder him, dispose of him. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Lie to my family. You're like, god damn, that is like a lot of work. Like, like I'm out. You know, no. One of the things that made me realize I like, watch Freddy movies. Dexter is like <laughs> truly insane. Is when I first time I painted my house and I had to lay out all that plastic like yeah. to prevent it, and like you still got paint on the carpet in places yeah. you didn't want. And, like, he did that on a routine basis. I'm like, that dude Perfectly. is fucking insane. Yes. Yeah. He routinely laid out all that plastic oh. perfectly. Like, that's a lot of work. He Being a serial killer has to be... 
has nutted on plastic before. He's like, oh, it's so perfect and clean. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a creep. But that's what but, I mean. I think this was a fitting and fun place to end. I, I think I always come back to I'm just sad it ended, right? Yep. Like, I still can't fathom. I know the reboot wasn't wildly successful. It was a little too horrific for a lot of you little, audience it, members. It, a little too gut-wrenching. And that's fine. But I still feel like there's so much life in Freddy. There could be, and, it, and like Robert England waving to that crowd, he still exists for all of us in such a real way. Yep. I'm hoping for some kind of big madhouse horror revivification. Oh, that reminded me. Actually, one thing I wanted to ask you. Um, So uh, in that scene where uh, she's talking to Wes Craven and like she shows her the computer in the background, uh, you see a bunch of Stephen King books Mm -hmm. on the shelf. Almost it seems like a little bit of like a Wes Craven kind of giving a nod to Stephen King. Like you were a good, a strong influence on me on my writing. And then in it part two, Nightmare on Elm Street is Nightmare in Street the background. Five. I wonder if that was like almost like a re, uh, a reciprocal nod back to Wes Craven. Like <laughs> this character kind of w- had some yeah. influence from Freddy Krueger. I mean, they're two of the all time icons of horror. Their yeah. paths have probably crossed. But that's the other thing too is he had to have directed a Stephen King movie. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I don't. I don't but, know. Did did any Stephen King movie ever outside of it have a major director? Yeah, some of. I can't think of it. Now uh, but, I'm like drawing a blank. I but, feel like there's one that I'm missing. But and then also there's the kid that, from uh, Pet Cemetery is in this movie. Yeah. And so like, kind of another nod. Yeah. Uh, and that's the up. weird thing too is that Pennywise plays a lot like Freddy. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like I was like, and Pennywise Freddy, is like, a, if yeah. Freddy could cross into the real world and have all his powers, yeah. that's Pennywise. It's fun, but that's what I mean is that these guys are just masters of like, we're going to the darkest, weirdest places. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they all like Freddy the way Russ views Freddy is that it kind of reflects what you want. Right. So this storyteller, the clown or the spider fucking thing, whatever it is, is like, I want to do this scare tonight. And yeah. It's like, nope, sorry. You saw the fat kid who likes mummies. So like, God damn it. A mummy. <laughs> All right. But yeah, that's no, true. Yeah. He's like very much bad. I, I love nods back and forth between these guys. And yeah. they're, they're just two of the greatest that ever did it. So that's it for Freddy until we remake him and make him fight Jason. Uh, so stay with us, guys. The Friday, the third or Nightmare on Elm Street remake tomorrow. Then we're doing all the Fridays. Halloween Day, we culminate in Freddy versus Jason. And vote. Who's right? I'm right. I'm right. You guys know I'm right. The demon is there for the, Nancy. The, the, the people will speak. His favorite form we, is set, only we, Freddy and it allows him to play with his Juliet, we, Nancy. We've said our points. We'll let the people decide. I, I won. That's right. All right. You guys can tell me I won. In <laughs> that's a rating, the sociopath in you that's already in just like convincing you. In a rating and review, you. tell us that I won. Uh, share us on your socials. Again, tell me that I won. And uh, <laughs> as I always, guys, quite thanks for all subliminal the there, my friend. <laughs> do it, do it. Uh, no, guys, that's it for us, man. Thank you for staying with us. Thanks. We got a lot to get through this month, but uh, we're gonna get there. It's been a lot of fun for the film alchemist. I'm Josh Griffey. Mike Clapp. See ya.